talk about the Cardi B thing. So I didn't peep it, <clears throat> but then it kept. I kept watching it. I just watched a, uh, you know, video clip of Cardi B. It seems like motherfuckers love to hate Cardi B for some bizarre reason. Maybe for the dumbest reason. She's talking about hoes and bitches. Okay, Trina, little Kim says hi. She don't write her own lyrics. Well, we just found out that it is true that uh, MC Light didn't write Cha Cha Cha, one of her biggest hits. And y'all will still put her as, she still, as, you know, top five, simply because, coming, ooh. Sorry, baby girl, coming. Cause I don't want you jumping off on the ground and crying. So, anyway, so what they'll do is, so what they did was, they put Cardi B's album over Biggie, over Nas. The thing about you hip hop blogging morons. You think it was Cardi B's fault when it wasn't Cardi B's fault. You know that people love to use Cardi B as a, you know, as a target. But that's because she cares so much what people think. And I ain't gonna lie, I do too. That's why I always put this in the podcast. <laughs> I do. It's why I can't be fucking popular. Because I would literally respond to a lot of motherfuckers. And it'd be like, I'm going to respond to every single one of you. People like, why do artists care so much? Why do we all, why do you artists always have to respond to everything? Well, you motherfucking bloggers say this type of shit when you review an album, an artist's album. If you're listening, please do better. If you're listening, please make songs like this. If you like, you want to make sure that we see what you're saying. You want to make sure that, hey, we're talking to you. But with her, it's different because it's like she's a mom, two kids. And then you over putting her in a situation where, okay, we know her album ain't as good or never will be. But again, y'all like to throw, they will never, but it won't be as good as a Biggie's album. You, she, she's, she didn't even, she's a 1990s baby. What does she know? about like she know of Biggie but did she experience Biggie? No, she put her yeah, she she never experienced a Biggie Smalls. She you know what I mean? She never experienced like all these nineties babies, they never fully experienced the whole nineties. Like they were like at the tail end. They never experienced the whole thing. Alright. So of course in her mind yeah, and there's different, it's different. Like they like they say, it's room and hip hop for everything. But you got cats who want to play gatekeep and think everything got to be like this. Everything got to be like that. You got to make songs like this. If you're a lyrical rapper, you better be rapping over boom bap beats. And if you are a, you know, stupid shit like that, you got to rap fast. But we all know, based on what I've seen from Cats Review, that is never the fucking case because if you can't understand what an artist is saying, how the fucking because most people don't want to rewind, and that's the thing too that gives there's an advantage and it's an advantage to all types of styles. If you're rapping slow and chill, first of all, to a person who want to get hype, hype, hype is going to be boring to them, or it's not, it doesn't touch my soul because you're not being all energetic and in your face, and they always assume that it's being scary when it's not. 
It's like I'm not doing the, you know, R.I.P. to the man, uh, Draco the Ruler type of style where it's kind of like whispery and shit. But again, that just proves my point. You don't have to fucking yell to get a point across. But, you know, everyone is different. But when it comes down to Cardi B, it seems like motherfuckers know that she's going to get a, they gonna get a rise out of her when they do this. So they always continue to fuck with her because she's a target. Because she, they know she's going to, you know, respond. And then people going to say, look, we got her attention. She, she's on live. See, 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 see. And then you'll be wondering, why come artists care so much what people feel about them? We love them. And the sea of fans that give a fuck about you, there's a bunch of motherfuckers that want to see you fall. And sometimes an artist is hard to differentiate because fans fake fans do pretend and they do like act like they're your fans but they're not they will turn on you in a second over the most dumbest shit they're very motherfucking goddamn fickle like the most littlest of things will make them just not want to listen to you no more rather be your political beliefs god forbid you have one of those Religions believe, God forbid you got one of those. God forbid you was a gangsta kill bang bang rapper, then turned Christian. Oh, hell no. I miss when you talk about guns and killing, which shows you how society is. Because any artist that tries to be positive, mother, if you were making negative music, I mean, it doesn't even matter if you make positive music. If you make positive music, you're seen as fucking corny. What are doing the fucking logic? I'm just saying, bro, I'm just making this exception because it's the truth. You know, niggas will call anybody corny. If you ain't the stereotypical stereotypical artist that do talk about stereotypical shit, then there's no place for you in hip-hop. That's what they think. Yet hip-hop has birthed so many, has had artists that broke so many goddamn boundaries, which makes no sense to me. Hip-hop has broken so many boundaries, even when, even with as close, even as far as the message, which is the first ever rap song to give, to talk about what's going on in the hood. Back then it was about being party, party, let's dance, party, party, you know, body, body, rock, body, body, rock. And it went from don't push me because I'm close to the is even Curtis Blow because these are the breaks, you know, talking about real life shit. Then Rakim came in and changed that shit. Every time an artist comes in and breaks that fucking boundary, they get respected for it. Nowadays, if an artist are just fans and artists are just stick to this, they stick to this. We don't want change because we don't like change. We we can't fathom anything that's different we're cool where we at right now so if you change anything you're a threat to us you're threatening to do your threat to us we don't like it and you can be you can be a lazy ass and say it's just because it's mid it's because it's trash but why is it mid why is it trash and not the generic shit of he raps too slow he raps over fucking weird ass beats he raps over this, but that doesn't make it mid. I mean, you don't like it. Okay, if you're going to play the mid game, what is the shit that you do and you don't like? You said the shit is mid, right? Yeah. So that means that there is, that you're in the middle, which means there's shit that you don't like, shit that you do like. Now, this is how you fuck these mid motherfuckers up. Because mid means middle. There's a pro and a con. What is it that makes it good? What is it that makes it trash? If you can't fucking sit there and say that, then nigga, don't you ever use that fucking word mid. Because it's another word like YOLO. Don't mean a goddamn thing. But you only live once. Now we fucking remember 
when uh and they even abbreviated like people under the stairs made an album called one up and this is like right when yolo was like top and they made a song they didn't even say yolo they mostly said you only live once oh come on people under the stairs what's up with, why are you following the yolo trend they didn't fucking abbreviate it they literally said you only live once that's what yolo means so if we said you only live once oh shit he's doing the yolo thing which is fucking retarded like even back then i thought it was stupid i was like what 25 like keep in mind i told you in my old podcast i was 26 when this generation of trap came in because it ain't changed much so i'm just saying bro like y'all really using cardi b as a fucking goddamn as a as a punching bag that's why they don't ever want to be famous because the industry will pick and choose someone to be the punching bag someone and even these bloggers, they'll sit there purposely give your fucking album a bad fucking review just because it gets them more motherfucking attention. It gives them look at Nav. He's about to drop a new album in, in what? In what? August. And guess what you're going to get from Little Drop? A not good. He's faking. Oh, I can't wait till Nav come out with a new album. Just so I can say it's not good because guess what? That gives him more attention. That gives him more fucking attention. It's more views unless he changes it up, which he probably not. Because we have a fucking fan base. It's weird because they want you to change and they don't want you to change. Like you rarely see a fan base. It was like currency fans who don't who don't who want you to keep the same sound, but. At the same time, you don't want them kind of fans that are split and be like, I want you to change, but I don't want you to change. I want you to do this, but it's like, nah, keep that, keep that away. Because <sighs> then you get confused, you get upset, and then it's like, what are we doing? But I'm just saying, bro, man, like, I know it's hard, and these little, and people who work cool, um, blue-collar job, I mean, blue-collar jobs will never understand this, the stress that fucking... Uh, celebrities go through especially when it comes down to fucking you know rappers because they sit there they go perform you got crazy fans trying to grab them just for them to strike them just for them to get a fucking lawsuit because like I told you these fans don't go to shows to enjoy the fucking crowd to enjoy the fucking vibe they go there to cause a scene they for real they go there to get a lawsuit you're not there to enjoy the show. They're there to be like, okay, they start playing close to the crowd. I'm going to grab his ass down and grab his ass down. I'm going to grab Beyonce down. And if she lays one finger on me, since I'm not popular and so I'm not rich as her, I'm going to sue her for a quarter million dollars. Even and she's rich, so she ain't got a fucking, that's like a dollar to her. And you fucking wonder why no one don't fucking want to be famous to deal with that kind of bullshit. It's so much fame. It's so much fan blaming on your podcast. What they say about my shit, but that's the key reason why I speak about this shit. Because y'all do stupid shit like this, and think that shit's and think that shit is dope. Remember that time after X X and Tayshion died, and some fan I bet you want to dare went to a ski master slum guy show and say fuck, you know fuck uh fuck uh X X and Tayshion and got his ass beat. That fool looking for a lawsuit. Like, y'all fans do anything for a lawsuit, but act like y'all love the artist. You rich. You're rich. You're rich. Yeah, but you but forget that they're human. 
just got a bigger bank account. Don't mean that they human. And I think I said that last time where I said, you know, they just got a bigger bank account, but hell, you could have did it too, but you're just too late. You just want the easy route. Let me go to an artist in the, in the, in the city. And then we go, what we want to do is, is do some stupid shit, like go on stage and then have a security fuck me up or do the stupid Roddy Rich thing. I don't know why the fuck he did that retarded ass shit. And then went and kicked the fans to get, just to show how hoodies. I'm like, bro, the security's already taking care of it. You didn't have to do anything. You should just let the security handle that shit. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <clears throat> and I love how motherfuckers want to now call the box is such a played out song. Y'all shit was y'all niggas been saying that shit two years ago. Cause that song was everywhere. The box by Roddy Rich. So don't fucking act like y'all niggas been bumping that shit. That song was every I did a fucking freeze after that goddamn shit before. That's how fucking popular it was. That was a shitty song. And then how these niggas made fun of how we dressed. He dressing like he's back in 2009. Look at his clothes. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, no one cared about how a motherfucker dressed. Now motherfuckers are in, are, everything is so in, so detailed. How's he dressed? How does he look? Is this, is this mixing clear? Is this, is this, is this fucking visuals even exciting? Like little shit like that. I'm like, y'all niggas doing too much. To be honest with you, but you know, I'm just saying, y'all doing too much. We want high quality shirt, and you think we're doing too much? Yeah, you're doing too much. Y'all not high quality fucking people. Why would you deserve high quality anything? Look how the fuck you treat these motherfucking people like they're celebrities. Look how they treat their fans. And now I'm not gonna lie, there's some motherfucking celebrities that treat their fans like shit. But if you go into if a if a artist goes out their way to to take a picture with you like when Carday, like when killer boy was motherfucking popping and everyone gave her hell not because she was a whack rapper but also to the fact that she was benzino's daughter and you already know benzino eminem hello eminem fans are having a field day ripping this girl apart because you're the blood of benzino like that's her fault making fun of how skinny she is even though that's body shaming, but it's funny. It's not body. It's body shaming when it's a fat person, fat woman. But it's not body shaming when you're making fun of a skinny chick, even though it's still body shaming. Okay. So uh, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying that shit don't. That, that shit don't sit right with me. It's it just weird. And then you know, making fun of how the fact her shows had less people in it and. And some people do this shit. What they'll do is the show was packed at first and then right near the end of the show, they'll record. Hey, look at, hey, if I was an artist, I'll tell you this though. I don't want no phones on my show. I'll have personal camera people recording my shit. Not one person has a fucking phone. But your phone, I mean, unless I'm at a fucking like event, like a, like a rolling loud or something like that, that's cool. But if I have my own fucking shows, I debate like if I were, but it's not gonna ever happen to me, trust me. I'm just saying if that was me. Like, I don't know, fine, maybe, but let's be real with the dog. If I'm an underground, it's funny when you're an underground rapper, a nobody, the shows be so chill. You don't see no one doing nothing stupid. Because every underground rap show I went to, you know, when I used to go to them, it's funny how I used to go to these underground rap shows when I live with my fucking mom. But when I move out the house, I didn't go to not one not one underground hip hop show. Or maybe because I feel like, 
you know, the pandemic fucked shit up. And then on top of the fact, you know, like the shows, I guess, wasn't really hitting at that because at that time they were hitting a lot. But, you know, the shows became whack. You know, when I go to the Amoeba switch changed and when I went when I looked at the Amoeba, I didn't see an artist that I want to see. Like if they would have had open my ego over there at Amoeba again, I would have gladly went to Amoeba years ago. No baby, nothing. Just went there, but probably took my wife. Because I went to Amoeba and seen up in my open my ego. Hey, remember me? Da, 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 da. Hey, this is my wife. Oh, hey, da, 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 da. we bought the album. Nice. <sighs> but you know, it's like, <clears throat> but back to what I'm saying, bro. But back to what I'm saying, man. You treat Cardi B like she's a fucking, but she's a, she used to be a prostitute. Okay, so is little Kim. Oops, but y'all treat her like royalty. Cause you know how I know it's cause there was a documentary about prostitutes, and guess who I seen in that fucking video, little Kim. What's she doing in a fucking video about prostitutes? <sighs> now, I'm just keeping the honey with you. You know? I'm just saying. <laughs> you can bet your ass there are probably a prostitute slap a prostitute turned rapper back in the 90s, but no one is not gonna do their research to look that shit up, are they? But yeah, I'm just saying, bro. Because, like I said, bro, at the end of the fucking day, homie, you treat her like she's a punching bag. But if she just ignore, I mean, you can't really ignore when you're a big artist and motherfuckers are just really trying to get your attention. Hell, if you do ignore people a lot, they'll call you what? Soft? Because motherfuckers are already trying to fucking make up with your images. They do this shit even in the underground. So even with your music, if you fucking like with me, when I send little chill, vibey songs, you know, all of a sudden, Dorky says, that's your, that's what you, that's what I want from you. Chill vibes over boom, bap, beat beats. That's what I want from you, chill vibes. Notice, that's not all I do. But because, but that works for you. It works for you, bro. Okay, let's see how long are you going to fucking, you know, because even you do give them them same chill vibes because fans are always going to be vague and never tell you what was missing. They'll tell you, oh, man, uh, it's cool, but, you know, this is not the mic since I know the same fucking beat as the last song, the same energy, not too. Trust me, if I'm getting if trust me, I'm have songs where I'm super energetic and they'll say, nope, that ain't it, bruh. So do you want me to fucking rap more chill? Because you sound better like that. We control you, remember? That's why I asked that question. Now, back to what I'm saying. They're human. Period. They didn't sign up to be harassed. They signed up to become famous. Because it's motherfuckers like you who told them, you know what? You will never make it. You are trash. You are ugly. Blah, blah, blah. So what they do is they do all these things, quote unquote, sell their soul and become famous just to prove you hating motherfuckers wrong. Just for you to say, oh, fuck you. You're famous now. You're so overrated. You don't even write your own shit. Oh, and God forbid if you blow up quick. 
oh, that means you're a fucking industry plant. And also, we're blowing up quick. And since we noticed that when rappers blow up quick, they can't handle fame or they start or they or their music don't be as hot as it is. Maybe we should stop fucking having these fucking rappers blow up so quickly like that. So then they can have a more established sound. So then they won't be fucking up. You become the fucking laughing stock. Just a suggestion. You don't want to be in your first career as a mainstream artist still trying to figure out what your sound is. Hell, motherfuckers, when you try different fucking sounds, you don't know what your sound is. Even though you're being just trying to do something different. But some fans are like, no, give us what we love from you. All right, whatever. Just don't bitch. Because Currency been making the same album for decades. No one ain't said a damn thing. Push your teeth making the same music for decades and no one ain't said a goddamn thing. But like I said, fans are fucking predictable yet unpredictable at the same fucking time. Why you think in one day you listen to song to an independent radio station and you have that whole room fucking with your shit? And then the next day you send some shit, keeps us that fly chill shit, bro. The whole fucking room fuck with you. Next night you send some chill shit. The whole room fucks with you. Next night, you send some chill shit, and the whole room is calling your shit mid-boring trash. And these, this is the same vibe that you brought for the last two nights that motherfuckers liked. Like I told you. <clears throat> That's why if I send songs to these niggas, I shouldn't take it personal. Because I have indeed sent songs to Dorky. That was the same vibe that he liked. And he said, nope, that's a failure. So that's why at times I'd be skeptical. But I also said I shouldn't send songs to the person anyway. But at the same time, it was like, oh, you got to. You make dope music. Plus, he mentioned to me in one podcast. I mean, one episode. And mind you, I wasn't even in the room. But he had a rapper that kind of sound like a more hyped up version of me. And he's kind of like, he sounds like Mike Sense, but more hyped up. But Mike Sense sounds like a more chill version of you. So y'all should link up. And, and this is why I say, chill rappers, whenever we consider, I mean, they will always be the underrated. Like Rock Marciano is a very chilled rapper, but he's never celebrated like a J. Cole or a Kendrick. It took him to, like for a while for him to even get celebrated. You know, by the likes of a Method Man or the likes of a fucking, um, you know, uh, Buster Rhymes who raps really, 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 really fast, but will look at a rapper that raps slow as hell and take pauses and really paces his flow as the greats. Even Ka. He, no one can fuck with Ka's pin game because these are the real hip-hop fans. They don't give a fuck about the delivery. They care about the lyrics. Because even Rakim, even Guru, they were, Rakim is monotone. Guru is the self-proclaimed king of monotone. And people say he got a strong pin. Nowadays, niggas looking at rap like it's singing. Your delivery is flat. 
on this track, you're like, you know how weird that sounds? You're a rapper and some dumbass says your lyric, your vocals are flat. Stupid. When I hear shit like that, I'm instantly thinking singing. I don't think rap. I just got a chill tone. It's a California thing. If you notice that a lot of California rappers have fucking chill tones, I'm sorry. I was born and raised in California. This is a California thing. If you hear any fucking California rapper, even the most aggressive California rappers, have a chill laid back tone. So stop playing with me with that shit. If as aggressive, corrupt as, this food can be chill and laid back too. Come on, dog. It's where you're from. It's where you're from and it's who the hell you listen to the most. I listen to fucking nothing but chill rap and reggae music. Mostly Yellowmon, who is the most chillest reggae artist I've ever heard. To some people, he's too monotone, but to me, he's very vibey. Even Cool Keith is vibey. He's chill, laid back too. But there's a reason why he's called him. You never heard. Even it's, and it, like the only time you ever seen Cool Keith was be super ag- aggressive is in his earlier ultra magnetic ultra magnetic days. And after a while, he's kind of gotten more chill around Doctor Octagon and stuff like that. So, Chinna Grip. No. So other than that. So other than that. Uh. So other than that, bruh, um, we, other than that, dogs, it's what it is. Most of my favorite rappers are chill, but back to Cardi B, so it's enough about me. But back to Cardi B, bro, y'all, y'all really use that as a fucking punching bag, and it's fucking sad. And even these internet bloggers, because back in the, back in the YouTube days, like the five star days. I remember when someone said, this video gets five stars. It's like a video, this is on a video that was like 15 years ago. So about 06. And this person was like, oh, this this video was fire. Five stars, five stars. Sheesh, take me back to 2007 when they had the five star rating. Sheesh, I miss them days. The five star rating on YouTube, remember them days? The only fucking, the only website that still has a five-star rating is Newgrounds. Even back then, yeah, they still have that. But I'm like, damn, I miss them days. It was so simple. People wasn't that stupid. You can tell when you go to any old school video and dig deep into the comments, you knew what kind of people they were. You knew what kind of fans that you had back in the days. Look at that video from 2016 that was posted fifth on 2000 or 2006 that was posted 2006. You go deep into the comments to like 15 years. I'm like, yo, what happened to these fans? They were chill back then. These the fans we got are stupid. Throw them fans away. Where are these chill people at? But yeah, I, I play y'all game. I miss the old YouTube fans. Can we bring those those YouTube fans back? That chick straight up said five star ratings. I'm like, gee, shit, take me back to the days you can make a take out your old phone with shitty quality and make YouTube videos and no one cared, even though people say, but we have advanced through that. Yeah, but it was a simpler time. 
If people wasn't trying so hard to be celebrities, trying so hard nowadays, when people, when you can be raw and talented, and people, like I said, like that's why I miss the old YouTube cipher. Because today, if you look at a YouTube cipher now, it's based off of who you know. It's not based off of, oh, you know, who's talented. It's based off of who you know. And if you got like less than, like, if you're cool, uh, if you're if you're cool with the um let's say screw face right screw face is cool so it's so for example if you're cool with screw face and he has like a a youtube cypher coming up and you got let's say and it gotta be off of numbers if you got like over 45k views are you like just are you know you part of this youtube little program oh yeah we'll put you in that youtube cypher it's always someone someone knows. Back in the days, the YouTube, not saying this in my old YouTube, my old podcast about the old YouTube cipher that people forget about. That's still up. And some person said, hey, this YouTube cipher reminds me of 2010. The 2010 YouTube, the, the old YouTube cipher from 2009. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't because these are all established YouTubers. They're not nobodies. They're not someone with only a measly 25 fucking subscribers. And I guess the only fucking goddamn uh, pages that actually even care about the smaller artists are the highlight videos. You know, the ones like Ocean Wave who do highlights of you of artists, just give them a donation or the Lyricology. But the thing about it is you got to be careful because you're going to catch these little lyrical punch, lyrical rhyme scheming sticklers who will look at your shit and say his lyrics are cool, but his rhyme schemes are like this, his stanzas are like this, and his references are weird, you know, because there you put your own, uh, I don't know, personality in your own fucking art. He's referencing anime and manga, he's doing this, which I still will do, I don't give a fuck what a motherfucker say, fuck you. Um... He's doing all, he's talking about this and that. Where is the substance? Because they ain't talking about guns, killing, shooting, the struggle, or how bad my life is. There's no substance. If I made a whole song talking about being an anime character. There is no substance in that, even though there is substance because that's me really making this whole song about being an anime character, which I might go back to do because I miss doing songs like that. That's what made me unique. Be like the chill vibey shit that just makes niggas think yo you finally found your sound but it's not really a sound it's more of i'm driving in a car with a bunch of other motherfuckers that do the exact that 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 do the same thing i'm in a car with currency when i rap over chill vibey beats jazzy beats i'm in a car with currency wiz khalifa and a whole bunch of other chill, vibey, less smoke and chill rappers. No problem, because I've listened to these rappers. I'm a fan of theirs. But however, I have another car that I like to drive in that I have not driven in the fucking while. And that's the unique storytelling. The last time I got into that car is when I fucking made the song 
Mystery Machine, where I spoke about smoking weed with Scooby-Doo. Now, I know for a fact that if I were to send that song to Dorky, that shit would not fly. Because guess what? Niggas don't want to hear me making story raps. I noticed that. Because when I make story raps, it's like, what the fuck is this? This shit sounds weird. I'm not used to you making story raps, but let me get on them beat and just start talking random shit. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. See what I'm saying? It'll get worse when them fans start growing. Unless they choose, unless they fucking like that in the weirdness that I want to bring. Other than that, boy, you gonna have a fucking fans divided, and you can't fucking help it because it's not your fault. These niggas want you to sound like this. You want to sound like this. And these niggas want you to make music that you can smoke weed to. Fine, I can give you a whole EP of that. And I had to fucking add that song, uh, coming, what's that shit called? Right Price. I don't give a fuck no one don't like that song. I like that song. It just sounds weird. I don't give a fuck. Niggas in Texas played that song. I said I had like six, seven, eight people from Texas playing that fucking song. Because you know why? Because niggas in Texas love driving. That's something I can... Picture a motherfucker in Texas driving to, driving in a in a nice Cadillac, doom 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 Yeah, I can picture someone in Texas swanging to that song. Stop playing with me. But people always say when you make music, imagine who's listening to it. So if I'm making chill vibey music, it's mostly niggas who smoke weed and drink Hennessy. It's mostly smoke weed. That's currency's lane. But you can dominate that too. But it's too many rappers dominating that lane. That's the funny part. It's a bunch of rappers dominating that lane. That lane ain't new. But you know niggas just hear your style and be like, yep. Like, what am I bringing that's new to that lane? I don't even smoke weed. But you know, niggas want you to, and it's the funny thing, fans, something like I told you back in my, in my in the podcast I did a few hours ago, we're talking about capping and no capping. It's funny to me how fans always say, make fun of rappers that cap. But if I sit there, make some chill rap music and told you that I don't smoke weed and you sit there and told me, hey, bro, you know you smoke weed. Stop playing, bro. You lying, nigga. You know you don't. You know you smoke weed because every rapper smokes weed. So that means you smoke weed. Hmm. That is called stereotyping. Oh man, come on, dog. Oh, and God forbid if I grew my dress back, which I will. Niggas, <laughs> and I told you I didn't smoke weed. You really be saying he's capping, bro. Well, I'm not capping. I don't smoke weed. I got a my wife. I smoked weed one time. Didn't like it and said fuck it. I'm not smoking weed. I can make songs that you can smoke weed too. Great. I don't smoke weed. But you know what? Even fans try to play ARs and tell you, but bro, it's good for your image. I know that you don't smoke weed, but the song that you make reminds me of artists that smoke weed. And it will be weird. So if you just like at least like Photoshop you or get some fake blunts and, and pretend that you're smoking weed so we can so we can fucking at least uh, make like have like let us just have our imagination. Oh, so you want me to be fake. But y'all swear that y'all don't like capping. Yeah, see shit like that. You got to think about.
You got to think about that. You got to really think about that. But luckily, I have a fucking project I'm working on called The Lush. The Lush is a club in California. I've been there before. It's very chill. And I just seen some songs that I made and said, yeah, we make a bunch of fucking chill songs. Just because I miss putting out albums. I haven't put out an album in a while. And I'm going to be done with that in a couple of, with like, what, seven tracks in. Or so I can drop that too. And then drop another project. And then another one. You know, because I want to. And then put that mess on Bandcamp since I'm slowly starting to gain fans there too. Because you never know. So... Right of now, I gained like four fans on Bandcamp. It took a while, but it happened. So now I gotta. Now I can feel. Now I can fully pump. You know, put music on Bandcamp now because people that actually fuck with me now. I mean, I'm just gonna assume that they do. But but it's what the fuck it is, bro. I'm just you know doing my thing. But if motherfuckers want me to make songs about smoking weed, which goes against my but then you gotta make music for yourself. You can't go what everyone else do. So I'm gonna have songs that's for me that you're not gonna like. Cause fans hate it when artists make music for yourself. Like this album could have been so perfect if we took those two songs out. And I bet you those two songs that the artist put on their album is a song that they choose to make for themselves. They'll have like eight songs that's hits, 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 hits. But it'd be like two songs that is for them. So while the fans are like, yeah, yeah, this whole album is so perfect. And then the last two songs come on. Hey, this don't sound like a hit to me. Uh-uh, bro, I got to switch this track. What the fuck is this? You almost had a perfect, quote unquote, album. And the second track comes on. This is all right, but this is so mid. Trash or whatever. Ah, uh, bro, you almost had a perfect album. Fuck! That's the industry fans that are sneak are sneakily sneaking to the underground. You can tell. But I'm just saying. I'm done though. Leave Cardi B alone. <laughs>